Welcome to The Curiosity of A Child. This is a little bonus from our archives because we are re-releasing an episode from about two and a half years ago about Margaret Ann Neve. And she was born on this day, which is what? May 18th. Yeah, in 1792. And she lived to 110 years of age. Now, can you remember two and a half years ago when we recorded this originally? Mm, no. Okay, well, you listened to a little bit of the episode earlier, didn't you? And you sound so different, don't you? <laughs> I didn't like it. It was quite <laughs> funny. Yeah, so so many changes. Imagine living over a century and how many changes you'd see in a lifetime like that. Especially in that period as well with the Victorian era where there was a lot of development. This is just in celebration of Margaret Ann Eve and what an amazing woman she was, so uh, please enjoy. Enjoy. You've been asking for a while for another Guernsey crate, haven't you? Yeah. And I've kind of been putting it off because I was trying to find the right person. I've got one for you here, and it's not as long as the two-parter we did on Sir Isaac Brock. And they're rather less well-known, but I did find one website which rated her as Women Who Kick Ass number 83. Okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. Introducing Margaret Ann Neve, born in Guernsey in 1792. Do you know what else? She's still alive today, is she? No. So do you know what else happened in 1792? 1792 is also the year the first regularly flushing toilet was invented. Yeah. So that probably helped. Mm Mm-hmm. Margaret was the first ever recorded super centenarian. Now, do you know what that means? Um, somebody who lives like a century or older. 110 years. Whoa. Um, so there's one man recorded before this, and he was a Dutch chap called Gert Andres Boomgaard, <laughs> which I've definitely pronounced wrong. Um, he seems to have every single name he's got a double a double letter. It's like G-E-E, um, A-A, and A-A again. Although there are some Chinese records which supposedly tell stories of um, a man aged over 250 years. I um, told that to the teacher, and she didn't listen. <laughs> Now, Margaret, she was also the first person proven to live in three different centuries. <laughs> so she was born 18th of May, 1792, and passed away aged 110 years and 321 days on the 4th of April, 1903. Whoa! And I got a photo of her here when she was 110, I think. <laughs> I love that photo. Yeah, I think it's a good go- photo. I think she'd be a good character. She looks good fun. <laughs> she looks like I am not amused. <laughs> So, can you imagine how much kind of things must have changed during her lifetime? Yeah, it's like, and especially in the Victorian period, when mm-hmm. so many new things were invented. Yeah, it's a time of a lot of change, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to show you some photos of the English monarchs who reigned during her lifetime, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, we start with George III, and he reigned from 1760 to 1820. So, 1760 sounds so long ago! <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, here's a painting of him. Now, does this look like a really old picture to you? No, that that actually looks like a photograph with a good camera. Okay, yeah, it's an amazing painting, but I mean the style of the dress and everything. Yeah, yeah, that he's. It looks pretty heavy what he's wearing. He's wearing a lot. He's got like gold mm-hmm. and like royal the royal um, sort of capes where you've got white and then black dots. That's really yeah, but. Uh, you could. That looks like a a very old painting, so yeah, doesn't it? Amazing uh, painting, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even the light on the step that he's standing on. 
Reflecting. So next up is George the Fourth. Now the monarchy was going through a bit of a naming crisis at the time, I think. Yeah. There's just many, many Georges, and he ruled from 1820 to 1830. Clues have changed. It's got redder. Mm-hmm. But it's still got that white and black dots sort yeah. of theme. But again, it still looks like a long yeah. time ago, doesn't it? So and she was alive during yeah. this time. So the next up is William the Fourth, and he was from 1830 to 1837. Ooh, and that's changed. The colours have changed again. He's got a sword this time. You might recognise the next monarch. Queen Victoria. Yes, Queen Victoria. Now, she had a very long reign, didn't she? Yeah. From 1837 to 1901, and it's actually a photo, and it's starting to feel a little bit more contemporary. Mm-hmm. Now, and I think you're fine with Edward the Seventh. Now, he was king from 1901 to 1910. Mm-hmm. Um, that is starting to look very modern. And Margaret just missed out on um, George number five by a few weeks. Oh. But if you look at the difference there, so how's he dressed? He's wearing, like, kind of work clothes. You'd have, um, he's got a suit with, some, with a tie mm-hmm. and um, everything. Yeah, so a big transformation, isn't it, during yeah. her lifetime? And we'll put all of these pictures in the show notes. Before we go into her life, we're going to cover a few of the changes that happened during her lifetime, Okay. Mm -hmm. So the world population roughly doubled from about 980 million to 1.7 billion people while she was alive. Then the amazing photo that I showed you earlier of uh, Margaret, she was aged 110 then. Uh, But she couldn't invent any photos of her childhood because cameras weren't invented until she was 34. (laughs) Yeah. Then in 1783, just nine years before she was born, um, there was the first ever untethered hot air balloon flight. <laughs> um, then when she was aged 111 years, the Wright brothers took to the air at King Devil Hills and recorded the first ever heavier than air flight. So she encompassed the entire early period of... Flight. Yeah. yeah. I also like that one of the witnesses of the uh, Wright brothers' flight was a boy from the village. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine him running up there yeah, so going to school to or something. I was about to say. He's like, I've had a bad day at school, I'm leaving. <gasps> plane! Yeah. Whoa, fly! <laughs> Maybe he named them. <laughs> yeah. He, he had a plane day. Mm-hmm. Now, staying with America for a moment, she was born not long after the American Revolution, and another famous George, this one Washington, uh, became the first president of the US. And uh, they were still a small power at the time, but by her death, they were really becoming a major player on the world. They also expanded lots too. So here you go, in 1783, this is the original 13 colonies. And then you can see in 1803, the Louisiana Purchase, which brought from France, then Texas in, in 1845 and Mexico. So you can see how much America yeah. became a, a major country during her lifetime. Yeah. So she would have been probably it's hearing all of this. It's got its proper shape now. Mm-hmm. We'll put this map as well in the, on the website. But let's get back to Margaret. But now I've put her life in a little bit more context of what was going on in the world. Now, there isn't that much uh, information about her, but what we do have is really fascinating. So it seems like she came from a pretty well-off family, and her father, John Harvey, uh, was involved in merchant shipping and privateering. Yeah. And his men have earned a great deal of wealth through doing this. Um, but he died aged 49. But her mum, Elizabeth, seems to have given her the longevity genes, and she lived to 99. Wow. Margaret was actually born Marguerite Anne Harvey, but she later anglicised her name. Now, I reckon this is probably due to wars with France. Yeah, because that sounds French. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too French. Yeah. 
Now, as a young child, she fell down some stairs and she uh, suffered kind of a serious concussion and she's actually um, out for three days. So it must have been quite a serious fall. Yeah, stone stairs. Mm-hmm. And during her early life, um, the French Revolution was in full swing. So France changed a lot during her lifetime, as did, uh, say, England's and consequently Guernsey's relationship with France. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, we've got loads of towers around the coast. Uh-huh. Um, so those were built, those fortifications were built to protect the island from the French. Yeah, like Castle Corner. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so it must have been really odd living on a small island off the coast of France um, whilst we were at war with Napoleon. Yeah, you were at war with, like, one of the greatest wartime leaders, like, ever. Yeah, exactly. And this, you've got three castles or forts that are still standing today and mm-hmm. <laughs> you can survive. Then her father, he was actually in command of the local militia and um, she remembered the turmoil that the revolution brought to Guernsey. Yeah. Uh, but in 1887, she left the island with her dad and they set sail for Weymouth, but a storm blew them off course and they ended up landing on Chesil Beach. And it's not that far off course, as you'll see on this map, but it must have been pretty terrifying. She was 15 at the time, probably couldn't swim that well, I imagine. So here's Weymouth here, and this funny stretch of land here is Chesil Beach. Mm-hmm. And here's a photo of it. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, it's what's that called a barrier beach. Made. Is that man-made? I don't think so. So, a barrier beach is a small strip of land kind of running parallel with the coastline um, with sea each side of it. And how many pebbles do you think make that up that? It's just... Like, just this little bit? Or... The whole thing? The whole thing. Mm. 56 billion. How about 180 billion pebbles? <laughs> ah, so close. Well, it must have been a scary place to land in a storm. So there wouldn't have been any electric lights or anything back then? Or... Yeah. Probably none. Now, the reason she moved to England was to study in Bristol, and she gained a real interest in poetry and literature at that time. And I'd like to actually know how much the English language changed during her lifetime. Yeah. There must have been a lot of um, changes. <laughs> then, after that, she moved to a finishing school in Brussels, and it seems she became a bit of a polyglot, um, as she became fluent in French and Italian, and could also talk in German and Spanish. <laughs> but that's not all. Well, she was amazing, really, because she could also read the Bible in Greek. Yeah. You would have heard of the Battle of Waterloo? Yeah. Yeah, so she visited the battlefield a few years after the event with her headmistress, um, once all the corpses had been buried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she also returned there on her honeymoon in 1823 with her husband, John. And her diaries from her honeymoon can be found at the Brewery Library. That's cool. We'll have to see if we can see those. Now, during one of these visits, she found a belt buckle from an Imperial Guard soldier, which she later showed Star to... Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she later showed to Gebhard Leberek von Blolcher, which I've totally butchered, which is really bad. She's probably, he is very famous, as he was the Prussian field marshal during the Battle of Waterloo. <laughs> so um, to be kind of meeting like, a man like him, she must have been um, in pretty high circles at that time. Yeah, very important. And there's a photo of him there. He looks cool. Mm-hmm. See the German cross there? Quite, yeah, he's got quite a good moustache. <laughs> she also met a general of the French Revolutionary Wars, Charles-Francois de Marais, who nicknamed her La Spiritale. <laughs> so I'm not quite sure how that was meant, but it suggests that they knew each other reasonably well. So again, she's kind of mixing with these with high society, mm-hmm. it seems. 
Now, sadly, uh, her husband died in 1849, and she never remarried or had any children. Then her life after her husband's death was as long as many people would live their full life as well, because she lived for so long. Yeah. She returned to Guernsey where she lived with her sister, Elizabeth. Um, But her adventures were not over yet. (laughs) She and her sister, they enjoyed travelling. And their last trip was in 1872, where aged 80, she visited Krakow in Poland. (laughs) That's cool. So there's another photo of her here. Yeah. She's got a bit of a cheeky smile. Yeah. Oh, you can see there. Another little photo. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, it seems that age was no obstacle to her. And in 1899, uh, there's a gathering of over 250 kind of local Guernsey residents, kind of leading ones on the island, uh, to celebrate her 107th birthday. And she's even interviewed by the Times newspaper. And she told the reporter that she's fond of making marmalade. (laughs) (laughs) And the year she was born, actually, was the year that oranges were introduced into Hawaii. I don't think she got hers from there. (laughs) Um, and she says she never got ill until she was 105 years old when she got the flu. Wow, and she survived the flu as well. That always was pretty good. And uh, Margaret also liked apples, particularly freshly picked ones, which <laughs> she said were tastier if they were straight from the tree. So aged 110, she climbed up an apple tree to pick one. Really? Yeah. And she... <laughs> In her massive dress. Mm-hmm. And now I like to think of... Um, being like a young child and they kind of sneak into the neighbour's orchard and steal yeah. a tree. Uh, steal the tree? Steal the tree. She's not that strong, is right. she? Steal an apple from a tree. <laughs> yeah, she probably did that, like, Climb, climb, climb. Did she steal the teeth then? Was that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess people didn't eat so many sweets and things back then. Their teeth yeah. kind of survived. <laughs> now, a bit of a mythology started to grow around her. And there are a few reports in American newspapers of her becoming friends with the Queen Victoria. <laughs> That's not quite true. And there's actually uh, some telegrams um, between her family and Queen Victoria, kind of almost apologising for this confusion. The stories in the American newspapers went that um, Queen Victoria would send her birthday telegram every year and uh, had a photo of Miss Neve in the Royal Summer House. But they're not true. Um, but she did receive a signed photo of the Queen. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And what do you think the key to her long life was? Mm, climbing up apple trees and eating the apples. Staying fit. Maybe. Staying fit, yeah. Staying <laughs> younger, heart, I reckon. Too, yeah. Now, the answer might be found in an article titled The Oldest Woman in the World from the Clarence and Raymond Examiner dated Tuesday the 19th February 1901. She is not an abstainer but takes a glass and a half of old sherry at her midday dinner and a little weak whiskey and water at supper. In diet, she does not greatly restrict herself, but she has always objected to eating or drinking between regular hours or meals, and even afternoon tea has been rigidly excluded from her household programme. She has always been an early riser and has never permitted herself any coddling or self-indulgence, but has shown a somewhat Spartan strength of will in refusing them. (laughs) And from that same article, I really like the description of Guernsey. In that charming little island, renowned for its natural beauties, its soft air, and its remoteness from the storm and stress of modern life. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Still is today. Yeah. I mean, like, she knew it. There wasn't a storm there. (laughs) Probably wasn't a terrible storm in her life. Well, there was the one where she got shipwrecked. Oh, yeah, I didn't... uh... (laughs) 
I'm going to finish with a lovely and funny um, clipping from the Potter Enterprise newspaper. Now, it's an American paper which shows how far her fame had spread. I've lately seen a picture of a comely, spry old lady who danced a minute and sang sweet songs of her youth at the age of 97. There is lying on my desk a picture of King Edward's oldest subject, 111 years of age, this 12th of May. She is Miss Margaret Anne Neve, and she lives in the pretty island of Guernsey. She is sweet-faced, gentle and fair, and looks a handsome old lady of 70. Brave old girls, very aged women, need no longer look like hideous old mummies. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you think that um, Guernsey in wherever it was in America would have existed then or not? I in think Ohio. it would. Yeah, yeah, I think it would, yeah. When she was born or...? Before, after? I don't know Should my states well enough in America, actually, to know. If anybody knows that, you can tell us. So, pretty amazing woman, I think. Must have had an amazing life. Yeah. Could be through a lot. Yeah. And... Including climbing up an apple tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very intelligent, too, with the different languages she could learn. She's an interesting character who's maybe less well-known than some others. So, what do you think? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon... A good Guernsey great... But if you think she was old, how old do you think this shark is, which was recently photographed? Mm, 900 years old. <laughs> Not quite. This is a Greenland shark. Oh, and nearly it's... 400. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 393 years old, I think. It's been wandering the oceans since 1627. And it's still alive. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this show. Please follow us on Twitter at CurieChildPod. Yeah, that was an interesting um, episode today. Slightly different, but I think it was good. Mm-hmm. And we have show notes on the website. Um, and please review us. Yep, on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. That's right. Uh, so thank you very much, and we'll catch you again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you to all of our listeners who have listened to this since that two and a half years ago and the new ones as well. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, and you can rate, like and review if you enjoy the show because that really helps us and it makes us feel warm and fuzzy, doesn't it, Anton? <laughs> yes. Um, where are we recording at the moment, actually? Well, we have, because this is only a couple minute thing um, for the main episode, we are perched with the microphone standing on top of something and we've got a blanket over our heads to try stuff echo yeah we have um so that's the dedication that we go to to bring you this show mm-hmm. uh please follow us on twitter instagram or facebook just search for curie child pod visit our website the uh say hello to us at hello at the anything you want to log out or say no <laughs> no okay well thank you very much and good night or morning or afternoon mm-hmm. yeah Yeah, good point. Goodbye.